Hello and welcome to the Illinois Association of Park Districts Parkcast. I'm Wayne Utterback, Director of Communications and Digital Content, and I'm delighted today to be joined by McHenry County Conservation District Executive Director Elizabeth Kessler for our Parkcast. Thank you so much for joining us, Elizabeth. Well, it's my pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. I've been waiting to, to have this opportunity to, to be part of this program. All right. Well, I'm, I'm very excited to talk with you a little bit about what your agency is doing right now. Uh, and I just would like to start off by asking, uh, what can you tell me about your district and, and what makes it stand out and what makes it unique? Well, that is a really good question. And we are a conservation district. So I always start off with saying, what is the difference between park districts, forest preserve districts, and conservation districts? Well, we're alike in that we all believe in parks and open space and uh, that it's good for you. But as a conservation district, we are one of five in the state of Illinois. And we happen to be one of the largest ones. And, and we connect next to um, some of the larger forest preserve districts in Lake County, uh, Cook County, Kane County and then uh, Boone County Conservation District uh, is to the west of us. Um, and with that, statutorily, we're under the Conservation District Act of 1963, and uh, we protect and manage our open space for their intrinsic value with or without access to the general public. Obviously, connecting places uh, with people uh, is very important, but our primary responsibility is to protect the flora and the fauna. So governance is a little bit different. Um, we're more conservative in the resources from a property tax perspective. And uh, we are conterminous with uh, McHenry County. So there is no forest preserve district in McHenry County. It is us and, and we provide those open spaces and recreational pursuits. Now, uh, what's uh, visitation been like since the pandemic started? I know it's kind of been a strange time. Well, thank goodness. And I've always said that the outdoors, it remained open. And thank goodness Mother Nature was there to restore us, console us, and to provide that physical and mental health that we so much needed. Um, our sites did see much impact from not only our local residents, but visitors to the area since much everything else was closed. Um, it was found safe to be outdoors. And, and of course, we saw increase in our sites over the 80% um, to what our normal baseline was. So we had many more individuals out, uh, you know, reviewing wildlife, taking in uh, the different aspects, visiting um, our 35 conservation areas that are open to the public, um, our uh, trail system, which is pretty extensive. We have over uh, 59 miles of regional trails and 115 miles of integrated trail network. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it was the place to be. And thank goodness uh, we had restored and preserved those areas uh, so that there was a place to go uh, during this time of need. Now, were there any particular locations or instances that surprised you uh, that people were using? You know, um, I think, well, of course, we have our iconic sites that are well known. For example, our Glacial Park area, our Glacial Park Conservation Area is already known. It's very picturesque. It's the icon of McHenry County because it's got the Nipperson Creek. It's got the most amenities. It's got our, our U.S. Greenlead uh, Visitor Center. Uh, it's also part of the Hackmatack National Wildlife Refuge, which is the uh, first urban two-state refuge in southeast Illinois and northeast uh, uh, Illinois, uh, and sorry, Southeast Wisconsin. Um, but what we found is all of our sites, uh, everybody was making a, a quest to go out and see sites that maybe had not been visited most frequently. And so uh, sites 
seldom seen, I guess, became popular, popular locations and the places that were popular. Um, I think people migrated to some other areas because knowing that that was going to be a popular site to go to. So they found other places where they could keep socially distanced. Now, uh, what was the community response like? Did you hear a lot of uh, feedback on just uh, some of the offerings that you, uh, you were able to provide people? Absolutely. Um, you know, we were uh, on the front when the pandemic hit and being able to pivot as all agencies did with investments that we had into social media and being able to adapt some of our environmental education outreach programs through a lot of creative programs, uh, Tom Talks, um, wild uh, outdoor wild events and things like that, that we could do demonstrations um, online. Uh, so kudos to our environmental and social marketing staff that was able to get out there. But people were providing great feedback to us um, that they were just so appreciative and thankful. And we hope that continuation of support and the investments um, are well received way after the pandemic. That kind of leads me into my next question is, uh, are there any things that have come out of the pandemic, at least in terms of how you do things that will probably stick around now? Well, we're going to continue with our online education programs. Um, we also Prior to that time, we're not doing uh, board meetings online and taping for transparency. So we've been able to apply that into our boardroom, providing more access. Um, I think it's made from a regional and countywide agency, um, you know, connecting and driving to get to meetings and places. Um, we're more efficient using our resources smartly uh, with doing more Zoom calls and things like that. So I think there's a lot of takeaways that we will continue as we go forward um, and, and probably look as we do some park planning going forward too, looking to adaptations in our uh, amenities that will also uh, be friendly for these types of uh, situations going forward. Excellent. Now, I, I just want to ask real quick, uh, how much open space has your agency been able to uh, protect? So we manage over 25,600 acres of protected open space. And so we've been able to do that through the voters of McHenry County. Uh, this is a unique year, year for us. We're celebrating our 50th anniversary. Uh, we, were, we were created back in 1971. And so we've had two voter approved referenda that uh, the voters said, you know, preserve these spaces, um, restore habitat, and then to provide those public access amenities. And, and we've delivered on that front and, uh, you know, and it's really important that we have those places protected, uh, particularly because McHenry County is very dependent on our groundwater recharge. And so having these places with climate change and being ready to adapt is vitally important for our future. Now, speaking of ready to adapt, uh, what are some of the plans that your agency has for the future? So we are big on restoration type projects and of course partnerships. Um, you know, we're part of a larger regional alliance called Chicago Wilderness. And so together, you know, water has no borders, uh, migratory animals go from one area to another. And so it's really important that we work together. Um, I think you're seeing the district pursue, you know, regenerative agricultural opportunities, um, big, large landscape restoration projects. Um, we've done a lot of meandering of the Nippersink Creek. Um, we just uh, initiated off the ground a new uh, wetland bank mitigation, which will also provide some additional revenue, but also restore an area in perpetuity. So it's all about partnerships, um, you know, from a, a recreational access. I think our trail system is vitally critical, uh, looking for grant opportunities to make improvements and those site amenities. Um, again, keep doing what we're doing and uh, we do it on a shoestring budget. I mean, uh, 
for McHenry County, one of the things we've been challenged with is because we're very conservative is with 73 team members um, on two cents of every dollar that's paid to on property taxes, two cents goes to the conservation district and one less than one penny, one cent on every dollar goes to operate our organization. So that's an amazing for the staff that we have. It's a small and mighty group and of course supported by a volunteer crew, which is absolutely essential in, in what we do. Excellent, excellent. Now I wanted to shift gears a little bit and just uh, ask you some more direct questions. Uh, okay. One of, the questions I, one of the questions I really like asking is that what's some of the best advice you've ever gotten? Best advice that I have gotten. I always get a lot of advice, which is really good. You need to be open to listening. Um, but I would say do what is right and not what is easy. Um, you know, I, I have found in my role, particularly for conservation and for my work that I did prior here in advocating for not only plants and wildlife and people, it's about reciprocity, gratitude, uh, inclusivity. And, you know, it's our importance to speak up for the, the flora and the fauna that can't speak for themselves and to understand uh, individual differences. Um, and also, you know, trust your, trust your instincts on issues. But I would say, you know, do what is right. And sometimes the, past less, the path less traveled, so to speak, um, you know, I think it's really important when hard decisions come that, you know, sometimes it's lonely to, to make those hard decisions. But if you do what's right at the end of the day, um, I think you trust your, your Jiminy Cricket, as I like to say, your consciousness <laughs> of, of, of making right decisions. Now, what advice would you give a 21-year-old? Oh, my goodness. Well, um, and I've got two boys um, that are grown up now, and uh, I love to, to mentor. But, um, you know, I, I also, my background, not only have I focused, but I was in the arts, and I did a lot of work uh, as a dancer and in a, a studio and, uh, and trying different things. And, and I, too, um, I would say, you know, life is not a dress rehearsal. Um, you know, it's really important. One of the, the quotes that I love quoting Disney is dream, believe, dare, and do. And, um, you know, follow your dreams and your passion. Know your why. And, and be the one who takes on, on challenges, um, you know, staying focused, uh, you know, practice, practice, practice. I mean, you can aim for perfection, but that's an unrealistic goal. Um, but if you invest in yourself and you know that life's not a dress rehearsal, but you be the best to be the best that you can be, um, I think that's really important. And of course, as much as you have confidence, uh, confidence comes by experiencing, but, but be humble and, and be grateful and for the opportunities um, that you're given. And uh, I think that's, that's the best advice that I could have. Love what you do. <laughs> Love what you do. You'll never have to work a day in your life, right? But uh, be exactly. true. Be true. All right. Now, uh, one, one or a few more questions, but the next question I'd like to ask is if you could go back in the history of your conservation district and talk to one person who would it be and why? That is a great question. I love that question. Um, you know, fortunately here, um, as we go back 50 years, um, one of our founders, Bill Howenstein, um, who served on our board of trustees, actually, he's still with us today. So I've had that conversation. And when I first took the job as executive director, I also had the opportunity to speak with Ken Fisk, who was the executive director uh, for the first Conservation District Act and helping get that created. But if I was to, if I was to go back in history, though, I think a piece of our history that I would love would be to speak with Jane Adams 
uh, Jane Addams uh, was involved in the Chicago uh, fresh air movement. Uh, she was not only an activist for women's suffrage, but also an advocate for the environment and connecting. And we have a piece of property, uh, which is part of the fresh air camp movement. It's one of the four camp areas in the state of, in the United States uh, that is historical. And Jane Addams, when you think about the pandemic, and you think about the impact of what the fresh air camp movement was about, it was about bringing children and women from the city with the smog and congestion into nature and to connect for the value that it brought back in the 1900s. And our campsite, you know, it, it goes back in history um, in 1907 um, when this place was created. And we own that property on the Fox River. And I would love to have a conversation with Jane Adams, um, also Jens Jensen, who did a, the landscape design that was never implemented in the site, who is a very infamous Chicago uh, landscape, nature-based uh, landscape architect in park design. And uh, both of those players had very much engaged in involvement. And I, and I would think it would just be wonderful to know how they would relate to the pandemic, what it meant, and how that connected with what the COVID pandemic has meant and the outdoors has meant to our residents and guests uh, this past year. All right, well, last but not least, talking about residents and, and visitors, uh, what is one thing you would like for constituents or users to know about your conservation district? Well, it's, it's not our conservation district, it's their district. And um, we are so grateful that they've been wise to invest and support us and would continue to do so uh, for years to go forward, next 50 years and beyond. Um, I think each area that's been preserved and protected has many treasures and gems that are to be discovered and to live in balance uh, with the natural world and just to really love those places. And we hope that they get out and then they also give back they give back by volunteering, they give back by supporting financially, they give back by being a steward of the environment and helping us ensure that we have these places in the future uh, for, our for our own personal health and well-being, but for that of the, the plants and animals that live here too. All right, well, Elizabeth, thank you so much for your time. That's all the questions I had for you, but uh, I appreciate all the work that you're doing, especially in these challenging, strange times that seem to change on a whim. So. Uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your day and just sharing a little bit of your story with us. Well, I thank you and, and I thank all the work that IAPD has to promote and advocate for all of our agencies within the state of Illinois and of course uh, to our staff and board here at our district who care very passionately about what we do. We, we cannot do it alone. It is a, a joint venture. So again, thank you for this opportunity to, to share uh, the good work here at the McHenry County Conservation District. It's my pleasure. Thank okay. you very much. Thank you.